Greetings and welcome to Marley Ramon's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast, where we'll discuss the art and stylings of Ryan Marlett. The artwork is all over the place, so be advised it could be fun, but it could be dark. It might be a painting, drawing, sculpture, Halloween prop, action figure or song. Each episode will feature a piece or pieces and the insight behind them. Hopefully you'll like some stuff, other things you may not. No worries. Chances are also that you'll likely be offended at some point but hopefully we'll also share some laughs along the way. Art has always been a part of Ryan's life and this is a way to document his work and share it with you. If you get butthurt easily, consider this your warning. Besides, your mom likes his artwork. Listener discretion is advised. Ahoy there, Marley mates. Welcome back to Marley Ramon's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast. Say, we've got a little catching up to do. And I guess what I mean by that is I need to go back in time a little bit. I kind of feel like Dick Van Dyke right now as we step in time, step in time. You know what I'm saying? But um, I've got some live footage, live broadcast from the Facebook Live. Got a couple to catch up on. This one dates back to September even. But I didn't want to put those in the mix of the October four piece there. So we'll get caught up eventually. But um, this is a fun episode. We talked about a couple of different sculptures that I did. One was of the king. That's a king, man. And you'll uh, you'll see that glory as it, as, as, as it is presented. If I could use my words today, that'd be terrific. And then I did another piece where I took a statuette of the Virgin Mary and so creatively turned her into uh, the Scream Ghostface. So, you know, good old-fashioned family fun, and we had a good time on that uh, that Facebook Live. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to the past version of me from a while back, not that long ago, but we'll, uh, we'll get there. And uh, I'll turn it over to you so that you can enjoy this episode already in progress. And that concludes the awkward silence. Hey, hey there, Marley mates. It's uh, 7 p.m. Have you hugged your local podcaster today? No? Don't have a local podcaster? That's okay. I'll fill the gap for you. How's everybody doing? It's, uh, what, September 20th? We're like this close to the goodness right there. This close. We're on the horizon. October is coming along. And what can I say? Uh, it's exciting. You should be excited too. Uh, if you have not yet decorated for Halloween, it'd be a lot cooler if you did. No? All right. I would like to uh, take a moment to do a couple of shout outs real quick. Put the belt down. The Joker's heavy, six pounds, you know what I'm saying? Uh, want to, of course, thank 
my local sidewalks in the area for keeping me off the streets. But I'd also like to uh, extend a get well soon to my good friend Bethany. So cheers to you. But it's been a little bit. Last time we did a live, we uh, were coming to you live from the Stevens Farm. And I wish I could tell you that I had Grandma sitting right here next to me, but she is indeed uh, not here right now. So she's still in Michigan doing her thing, rocking it out. And uh, I want to thank everybody for your kindness and, and really having a lot of fun with her that day. I had a huge turnout. It was a, a great time. And so here we are back in the swing of things, back to somewhat of a regular routine. And it's been a little while since we've done one here in the apartment. And so what better time than right now? I've got two pieces for you tonight, and I'm excited about them. One is something that I never expected to do, although I've had it for a very, very long time. That'll be, that'll be the, uh, the headliner. But for this one right here, I'm going to show you something that I did. Uh, I completed this back in the spring. As a matter of fact, I did it on 1 April. And I'm going to bring it down here so you can't really see it yet until I reveal it. But this is an upcycled thrift shop piece. I found, and I've done this a lot. I haven't used a ton on this show, but I have several of them. I want to use them sparingly. But this was a religious statue of Mary, and I fixed it. It had a broken broken nose, so I just took care of it in any way that most people would. And so as I bring it up here to check it out, you have this upcycled ghost face statuette, formerly known as Mary. Let me bring it up just a little bit more. Bring it up closer. And so I was so excited when I got this piece that I not only sculpted it, uh, of course, naturally, over top of what was pre-existing, but I usually, almost always, take before and after pictures, especially when I do some form of upcycling. And I got so excited to get right to it, I sculpted the face and realized that I had not yet taken a before picture. So when I actually go to post the before and after pictures on the Facebook, you will see that, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll see her regular Mary attire and a uh, very generic blank white ghost face. So what I did with this was actually pretty minimal. I sculpted a hood over top of what she already had in place where her hood was. And uh, can you hear the dogs barking? They're asking questions too, but um, no worries. Sculpted the face, extended the chin, and it pro provided this iconic ghost face mask. And then each of the eyes, the nose, and the mouth are layered on top of that. And then if you can see in between her praying hands, I'm going to turn it to the side. See if I can put something behind there. See that? I put a knife in between. Very small detail. But what you'll have here is the detail in the paint job. I painted for the majority of it black and... I did a very, very light dark blue, but a light brushing of a dry technique over the back and over the front to capture some of the highlighted areas here so it's not just a solid black 
Of course, the way it appears on the screen here and in the pictures that I've taken does. However, it is indeed black with a dry brush technique. My favorite aspect is the blood splatter. I painted the ground just green, grass. I did a little bit of a, a, a black base first and then I dry brushed over top and then I added some other embellishments. But you'll notice that if you look close, you've got some blood splatter technique. And looking at it from somewhat of a distance, you can kind of see it, but it's dark on dark and so it doesn't really appear as much. And then if you look into the face, I don't know how clear that appears, but there's just some very light splatter. I didn't want it to detract too much from the face itself. And so that is the ghost face. I acquired this at a Salvation Army. Actually, I still have the price tag on the bottom uh, for $4.49. But I'm willing to bet that I probably only paid $0.99 cents for it because on certain days of the week and certain colors of price tags, they're either half price or $0.99. Cents. So even though $4.49 is a steal... I think I, I paid significantly less. So that, folks, is the ghost face. And I'll revisit this here in a few minutes when we, when we continue on with the program, but that way anybody who's joining on the horizon will be able to see that. And, of course, I'll post the pictures later on too. Any questions or thoughts about that before I move on to the featured attraction? Uh, while you're thinking about stuff and things, um, I'll talk about a little bit of the, the Scream franchise. To me, it's been people in, in horror films for uh, you know its entire existence. And I feel like I was really skeptical on the newest film, especially because Nev Campbell wasn't involved in it. But as it turned out, it was actually quite well done. I was really pleased with the way it was handled. It was, it was remarkable. Um, the dimensions of the, of the piece are 13 inches tall, just a little bit shy of 14 inches. Um, that's what she said. And not a bad deal, I think. I finished it on 1 April, and yeah, I've been happy with it. Yeah, good stuff. Little update on the Beast right now. Uh, she's kind of being problematic, but that's what, that's what old girls do, you know what I'm saying? So she's 37 years old. i got to give her, give her a pass every now and then, but... I uh, gave her a new battery last weekend, or the weekend before. Last weekend? Weekend before. Time goes by. Um, didn't really do the trick. The, the symptoms that she was showing could have been a battery, could have been an alternator. Well, the alternator arrived in the mail today. It came here a day early. But I've already dedicated to this, so she's just going to have to wait till tomorrow. And I'll see if I can put that bad boy in. See if that'll, that'll get her purring. But she uh, she wants to be a hearse around town. You know what I'm saying? She wants to be out there and spread some love because tis the season. All right, I'm going to get into another piece that I bought, got, did, have. I actually, before I show it to you, I'm going to give you a little backstory. I got this piece somewhere around 2008, 2009-ish. And I got it off of Craigslist. I paid $10 for it. To this day, it was the single best purchase I have ever made on a Craigslist ad. And I adore this thing. It's, it's awesome. It is pure class, right? 
Uh, it's 20 inches tall, 10 inches across. And uh, what could it be? What could it ever be? Well, let me show you. Oh, by the way, let's just have a little anticipation here, right? Just a little bit of a buildup as I go to reach for it. You've seen it in the background. I guarantee that you've seen it before. It actually usually sits right behind me where I am today. Uh, but without, actually, so one more thing. Um, man, that's so annoying. All right, here it is. But seriously, if I could just talk about um, what I was thinking when I was making, oh, I'll get to that. Yeah, here it is. All right, here we go. Look out, man, that's the king, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> there he is in all his glory. The king, look out. So, um, originally, like I said, I bought this guy on Craigslist for 10 bucks. And he has only been in this current form since 16 October of 22. I got this piece and it was just a pure white plaster bust of the king, of Elvis. It's Elvis, man. And I've had him for years and years and years. Looking tall, standing tall, looking proud, just looking good. Just usually on a shelf somewhere, rocking it out. And I noticed that at one point, he had a chunk out of his nose missing. I don't know what happened. Don't know how it occurred, but it did. And there was a little bit of love that needed to be uh, given to this fella to, to restore him. Well, the deal was, uh, I saw that and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do anything with it. Because I, uh, I don't know, it was, a, it was a broken nose. And in addition to that, he had some cracks throughout his, his face. And I never had any intention of painting him before. He just, I just displayed him as the king, just pure white, just solid plaster. And so when I saw the, the crack, I'm like, well, I got to at least try to repair the cracks, the broken nose. And, and I was able to fill the cracks in his, in his cheeks and seamlessly blend that. And then I was able to repair his nose by sculpting another one, another, like just the tip of his nose. It was really just around the edges where you can see the, the cavity lines. And I felt like I did a decent job of repairing it, but by the time uh, it actually was repaired, I was spending so much time thinking to myself, what can I do with this in the event that the, the patch doesn't work? If in the event that I can't somehow salvage the nose, what can I do with this guy? And so my ideas were just going crazy. I had all sorts of thoughts of what I would do with it. Would I turn him into a zombie? Would I, you know embrace the fact that he had a broken nose and I uh, just went with it. I looked online at some other ideas. There are so many different types of Elvis sculptures and statues. Even though I have this one that is in this particular style, I can see one, two, three from where I'm sitting just in my apartment alone. So they're not all of this decor, but they're they're epic because that's a king, man. You know what I'm saying? So I decided I'm going to go ahead and paint him up like I paint up a lot of things. Skeletons. I love skeletons. They're just so cool. Uh, and 
you know, when you think about skeletons, it's like, are we just like meat puppets? Are we meat clothing for skeletons? Like they're doing their own thing and we're just like the outside. Are we the meat clothes? I don't know, but they're cool and I like them. We should put them on the outside. It'd be kind of cool too. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, I painted this guy up and just kind of went with it. I, I did initially just the face and the, the neck area. I painted everything black. So I'm going to rotate this so you can see the head and focus on that and we'll work our way down. Okay. And I decided I would focus on the face and neck, which I did. Uh, added very specific, but not overly detailed. Mouth, nose, and eyes. Now you'll notice it has eye sockets, but his eyeball is prominent in both eyes, even though you may not be able to see this one as well because of the lens. And I'll get to those glasses here in a few. I want you to be able to see his eyes too. Now, if you look at the hair itself from where you see it, it's just black. But I will tell you, I did the same type of technique with the hair as I did with the ghost face and I actually dry brushed a very dark blue over it. So when the light hits it just right, you're not gonna see just black, you're gonna see some, some blue highlights in there as well. And then even though this wasn't necessarily an Elvis thing, I kind of rocked a little bit of that Reed Richards, Reed Richards classic kind of gray over the ear type look just to help embellish and provide a little bit of detail. I thought that would be kind of sharp. And in there you've got some, some light blues, some whites and some grays as well. Now, as far as the, the attire goes, I didn't want to just leave his clothing white. I felt like it needed something to balance the, the black and white. And that's why I used red initially. And then to add a little bit more depth and dimension, I really weathered it all to the point where there's a lot of gray. You can probably see the grays, the whites, and it almost gives a, a weathered, more of a statuesque type look to it. And of course I added dots along the way like I do. Originally, I think I started to do some, some detailed like embellishments and almost the pinstriping style, um, just line work on here. And I didn't really like how it was turning out. A lot of times you'll see a lot of rockabilly and just older um, kind of rat rod culture and so forth, wearing the classic Western shirts with the embroidery and the, and the thing with the thing. It just didn't, it didn't come together on this. So I felt I ended up just keeping it more plain and I two-toned the, the red and the gray for the, the divide between the collar and the shirt and then just weathered it. Now, originally I didn't have the glasses on it. In fact, uh, I got these for a very special occasion and after that occasion was over, I continued to wear them. Wear them to the, to the degree that they broke. And, and I was very saddened by that because they are the most excellent classy pair of sunglasses that ever did be produced. And so you can see right here, they're broken. There's a, there's a gap right there and the lens fell out. And I thought to myself, you know, I could probably fix that, but then why would I fix that? What can I do with these? But I just tossed them. And then I'm sitting there on my couch and I look over and I see the king and he's looking back at me and I'm looking at him. He's looking back at me and I'm looking at him. 
And he's like, look out, man. And I, I got up and I got up and I went to the trash can. I grabbed those glasses and I put them on and he's never taken them off since. And look at him, right? It just fits. It makes sense because, yeah, they're his glasses. But at the same time, they, they work because he's a corpse. Of corpse they work. Of corpse they work. They're broken. He's broken. Decaying. Falling apart. And it just, it works. So I just, I, I hooked him up. I left him on there and, and he rocks them loud and proud. I typically keep them, keep him rather, behind me. Like you can see that little candle right there. I just little candle in memory of the king because while he's gone, that's just keeping his seat warm. So I have him up there on my mantle. It's literally like a full fireplace mantle behind me. And uh, yeah, so he just hangs out. And he's uh, all about doing stuff and things, just being cool and rocking it out. And I love the king. He is just, he's something else. And, and you just can't touch him. Nobody's ever come close. And like, really, I'd say as close as anybody has gotten has been Michael Jackson. But king of rock and roll, king of pop, right? Beth says, like the polka dots, pointillism technique, that's a signature move of yours. Indeed, thank you. I I love him too. I it, you know, they don't really do anything. They don't serve a purpose, but I put them everywhere. And I feel like it just draws your eye to different areas and it, it helps to, to add a little bit of detail, a little bit of highlighting and just something to, to draw your eye to it. And so certain spots, they just blend in, but you'll notice that, I don't know how well you can see there, but I've got black dots along the white and then I've used some white where his neck is black in there in some spots. And so it just, it, it balances, it counters, and it just provides something else for you to check out. Pieces of flair, right? 37 pieces of flair. That's the minimum. So there you have it. That's the king. And um, yeah, I can't tell you how upset I was when I saw the nose was broken and I'm like, no, this can't be. But it's given new life of, uh, a new lease on life for this guy. And um, yeah, it's a good contrast. What is the smell of that candle? Well, that young lady is pumpkin spice, bitch, because that is the season. Spooky indeed. I'm going to set this guy down, but I got a pumpkin spice rocking right behind me. I got another one in the kitchen. I got uh, some wax melters going. I don't know what flavor that is, but it's probably good. You'll notice that uh, I'm dressed and not sweating profusely. In fact, I don't even think I have a fan on right now. It's nice and cool. The temperature in Rochester as we speak, I don't know, but it was 60s earlier. Actually, this morning when I woke up, I think it wasn't, I think it was below 50, if I'm not mistaken. So it's glorious. And, and let me tell you, um, I've got something significant planned for this weekend, and it benefits all of you if you let it. Um, but you got to tune in to find out. And then this upcoming month of October, every single piece that'll be featured will have a significant relevance to it. Good to know your new edition heading your way. Basic sense incoming soon. Oh yeah. Thank you very much. Excuse me. Good stuff. What can I answer for you? What do you have in terms of the Elvis? And for those of you that are Joining a few minutes late, you're not late, you're just otherwise detained. 
We talked about this little gem right here. This once formerly known as Mary, now the ghost face killer. Uh, definitely not Stu Mocker or Billy Loomis, but you never really know who might be underneath that mask. Right? It could even be Mrs. Loomis, because that was a thing once before. Spoiler alert, but if you haven't seen uh, the Scream films, you're already late to the party. Get there. Do some. Do it. Do it. What do you have for me? What can I answer for you? Anything at all. Sky's the limit. Any progress on the game board art? And you know what? Yes and no. So it was mentioned before, in fact, Beth mentioned it, about suggesting we use some game boards as a canvas to develop some artwork. And I thought that was a great idea. The The very next day I went out and got some, went to some thrift shops. I got a, a game board. It's sorry, uh, sorry, not sorry, game board, I thank you. But what I've been doing lately, and I, I, I was thinking about using it tonight on the show, but I've got several in motion. I, I'm not gonna get to it until later on because I've got quite a few that I'm working with. And uh, I'm gonna use that for the game board piece too. Like that, that just hit me because what I'm doing is I've taken several pieces of cardstock and or just a thicker uh, poster board style paper and symmetrically folded in half. And then I've added, I open it up, I add some different colored paints, just different areas, you see? Milk in the paint, right? And then, and then I fold it in half again and then let it sit there for a moment kind of smear it around, smear it, smudge it, and then open it up like a grilled cheese sandwich. And there you have like that classic ink blot test, but it's all different colors, all different patterns. And it's just always something a little bit different and let that dry. And then I go back over it again, asymmetrically with markers, paint pens, and other embellishments. And just every piece is one of a kind, unique and so forth. And so not knowing what I was going to do with the game board, it suddenly hit me where, oh, it's already got that built-in natural crease. So why don't I somehow incorporate the game board with that style of mixing the paints and having the, the ink blot and having some sort of just crazy creature with it? And so they tend to produce some pretty wicked, gnarly-looking creatures. I'm excited to show them to you. Like I said, I've done... Probably four or five lately, and I've got maybe another three or four that are just, they've, they've been combined and now they're dried. Now I just have to like actually continue to, to refine the piece and finish it up. But yeah, that's the deal. That's the jam. That's a very long answer to a very short question. Hey, what are you going to do with the game board? Um, yeah, so that's what I'm going to do with it. That's all. But... It doesn't have to be limited to that. It's something that I can do uh, at any point. And I tell you what, as much as I go to thrift shops, I'm constantly looking in the most obscure places to find, like the back of a Volkswagen, to find anything, like whether it be game board pieces, uh, sculptures, statues, tacky things. Up oh, the cooch is here. We can start now. All right, great. 
Well, Cooch, since you're late to the party, let me just show you what we've been talking about. First and foremost, we've got Ghostface. Okay. And then, tell them, kids. That's the king, man. <laughs> yes, she says. So, there we have it. But... Otherwise, things have been uh, quite busy. They've been significantly busy, super, super busy, constantly juggling several projects at once. The, the hard part is, is that I'll get an idea and I want to do it immediately. Thanks, Cooch. I can't wait to get my hands on something. And so I will tell you right now, I've been acquiring probably something for one of my most exciting projects to date that I'm, I'm super fired up about. I've been acquiring materials to make this and I'm, I'm eager to do it, but I understand that I've got other things that I need to prioritize first. <clears throat> Excuse me. Here's the deal. At home is a, a pretty sweet store when it comes to decorations and things of that nature. Uh, this year they've produced a skeleton that has a Frankenstein monster's head. So I have, at all times, uh, a full-size skeleton riding in my truck. Sometimes he's out front, sometimes he's hanging out in the back. Depends on what the dealio is. I also have another one that I keep in my closet. You know what I'm saying? But I've got two. I don't need two skeletons necessarily. So let me go back. I saw this Frankenstein version and I thought, this was pretty sweet. This is, this is money. Uh, what can I do with this? Well, typically I wouldn't do anything with it. I just, just haven't. And then as I was dicking around online, I saw somebody had taken that same thing and they had painted it green and they had added eyeballs to it. And when they did so, I thought to myself, that resembles the Martians from Mars Attacks. And I'm like, oh, I might just have to get one of these now and do that. And then I thought to myself, no, that's, I don't need to do that. I have a skeleton. And all I really need to do is sculpt the brain and paint it, of course. But I am going to take that idea, sculpt a brain, sculpt some, some brows around the eyes. I've got the ping pong ball, eyeballs, and copious amounts of those, and give it a shot. I, uh, I visited my parental units this last weekend and they had a bulk pickup and my dad was tossing a handful of different um, uh, vacuum cleaners. And I'm like, oh, let me get them hoses. So I freaking, I snatched those hoses because the, the arms and the legs, they've got the, the ribbed uh, thing with the thing. So, and then the doll hair tree and got some pool noodles because I think those might work too. But I've got a variety of ideas I bought, I went to Five Below and got a three-foot mini skelly just to, to kind of practice on before I go big guns with the big one. And yeah, I'm, I'm super fired up to do this. And I want to get this happening like yesterday, but I, I need to prioritize. I got some stuff in, pro, in progress that I'm working on that I'm really excited about, but I've had to kind of slow down a little bit. I've got the beast that needs some love. So for the next however long it's going to take me to put the alternator in, I got to do that. 
I'm not what one might call a tools guy, and uh, I've never worked on cars before. That's just not what I do. But from the research that I've seen and read upon, um, it's a fairly decent starter project for some maintenance on a, on a vehicle for somebody who's inexperienced. So I'm going to give that a shot. But um, yeah, worst case, Ontario, if it doesn't work out, I'll just take it to the garage. You know what I'm saying? So can't judge the look of a book by its cover. What do you got for me? I feel like I'm talking a lot tonight. I guess that's kind of the point of the show. It's kind of the point of everything. But uh, what do you have for me? The Hersla. Now, I'll tell you, Bethany, I did join a Hearst club. Haven't been able to meet anybody yet because, uh, you know, it helps when your car runs. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but I think that's the name of one of theirs. I think somebody in the group has that already. So that that's pretty good. I tell you what. I love when people get super creative when it comes to naming things and the plays on words and so forth. I saw a picture online that somebody had a hearse and they had named it and used the logo. Mourn Hub. I was dying. Dying. It was classic. Rock the F on the land wench. So it was, uh, it was pretty classic. And, and I love when somebody gets creative like that. The Beast just kind of came about by accident. In fact, my dad my dad was instrumental in that. And he kind of referred to her as such. And I thought, you know what, that's that's quite fitting. I think we'll go with that. And so we did. And so it stuck. And so I ordered Vinyl Graph and she is immortalized as such. The Beast, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm really excited to be tooling around the area because um, dying because it's a hearse indeed. Tis the season, and I, I feel like I need to be just kind of rocking it as it's designed to be. The looks I get, and the, the the thumbs up, and the and the nods, and the smiles, it's all worth it. It's 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 too cool. When you see something like that, it's hard not to smile. I'll tell you what, though, I was driving back from Vermont, and I saw a modern hearse, and it, I couldn't have been more disappointed. Like I guess I haven't just kept up with the times because. When I envision a hearse, there's only one way that it looks, and it's badass. It's got the fins, long, drawn out. Excuse me. Like, you can thank the Ecto-1 for, even though that was an ambulance. Same, same. That's kind of immortalized that vision in my mind. However, modern hearses, the way it looked, it was like a minivan with Landau bars on the back. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that? And I just, I, I couldn't get over it. And it was just, it was lame. It was just lame. But whatevs. Uh, when I eventually kick the bucket, maybe I can show up in my own hearse. You know what I'm saying? How cool would that be? So we'll see. That'll be the fun stuff. But anyways, been working on her accessories while I haven't been able to really drive her. Uh, you see that young lad right there behind me? Yeah. So proud of that guy. The Dragula, that'd be cool. That'd be way cool. That would be cool. But otherwise, you know, just keeping busy doing stuff and things. And uh, it, like I said, very excited for what's on the horizon this weekend. I can't emphasize that enough. So I don't wanna give too much away too soon. I gotta dangle that carrot a little bit, have you coming back for more, hopefully. But we'll see what's happening.
anything for me? Any any questions? Any uh, concerns or excited uh, opportunities? What are you doing this fall? What is the weekend? Live? Local? Well, guess you got to tune in. Um, you never know. But you'll see. You'll see. You'll see. It'll be obvious. It'll be clear as mud. Can't go wrong, right? What's on your horizon for spooky season? What are what are you doing? What are you doing? I could use uh, some vocal lessons here, especially if this is the business I'm in. But um, yeah, it'll be good. Be good. All right. So uh, yeah, you're gonna go to. A haunted house, Cooch? That sounds spooky. I'll tell you what, for those of you that are in the Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Hampton Roads region, I want to send a shout out to Hunt Club Farms. That's my old stomping grounds. When I was stationed there once before, I actually worked there as a paid actor at the Haunted Hayride for five years, and it was incredible. It was the most fun I've ever had doing something like that. The whole time, the whole month of October, I'm just burnt toast. I would be up all day, up all night. I'd be having bags under my eyes. So like the makeup that I wore as a zombie eventually just didn't need makeup anymore. Um, bruises all up and down my arms and chest and, and legs from just jumping up on the wagon and scaring folks. It was so much fun. I'd lose my voice. I'd get sick. Worth every minute of it. Name your basic Halloween palette. Like food, like eating palette, paint palette. What kind? What do you mean palette? Making a haunted house, cooch. That's the most. That's the most fun. I dig it. I'm curious what your basic spooky colors include. Oh, okay, I got you. Um, this shirt kind of sums it up. You, you've got every color necessary for the season, and I, I like the the tans. The the not so yeah, it's orange, but it's more of like a, a burnt burnt orange. You've got some greens in there, various shades of greens. Uh, and, and it's just, it comes together. But I, I definitely dig it. I like seeing the foliage. I love watching the leaves turn. Uh, I'm kind of impatient when it comes to that because I want to see them yesterday. I want to see them on July 5th. I want them to turn and to stay there for months, and we just we can't have that. But I love the vivid reds and the really dark oranges. It's just it's it's money, and it's pretty cool. When did the leaves turn up there? I think probably I don't know. Within a couple of weeks, we should be seeing stuff. I've seen like little patches here and there, and it's that's fun. Um, it's almost like I think of those trees that have the little patches of leaves that have turned already kind of like their version of the the people like us who want to decorate already and or and or just keep stuff up all the time and they're just excited to get started so those leaves are already just jumping into it but even a couple weeks ago when I was driving to Michigan to and from I cut through Canada and there was some there was some action up there there was actually more than I expected to see and that was that was at the end of August so that was the very tail end of the of the summer and you've got leaves turning up there. So that was that was cool to see. But yeah, all good. We got some friends on the mix tonight. I definitely dig it. I appreciate everybody tuning in. As always, 
couldn't do this without you. And that's, uh, that's been the fun stuff. So I'm excited to be back here doing this. And I appreciate everybody who turned out for uh, the support with the art show. The Veterans Art Show was, was a huge success. That was a lot of fun. Uh, spreading that word a little bit more has been very thoughtful and reconnecting with a lot of uh, old folks that we used to, to serve with back in the day. So lots of good stuff there. And um, yeah, thanks so much. So unless anybody else has anything crazy, I want to be respectful of your time as I keep uh, sipping on this here Mandalorian orange seltzer. But I wish that um, I wish for you to enjoy this fall. For those of you who may not have known this already, Saturday is the official first day of autumn. Like that's a big deal. Oh, you hear that? Oh, I thought it was a great big bee outside. It was a motorcycle. Those big bees. Buzz, buzz. All right, so um, my chickens literally can't get close enough to the screen. <laughs> Give me a seltzer from the desk drawer, bottom right. You know that. You got that. Too funny. Watching Ahsoka, you better believe it. Yeah, well, not right now because my TV's off. But um, yeah, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Uh, one thing that she didn't learn last week is that uh, she didn't learn that <laughs> that lesson about the high ground, apparently. So uh, I have not watched yet this week, but I'll probably do so shortly after this one. But yeah, that's the good stuff. I, uh, I dig you all so very much, and I am grateful for your friendship, uh, your following. Saffron is all up in the business and is an official mate. Oh, boy. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Extra crispy or original is the question. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I'm going to let you go back to your Wednesday evenings. Thank you all for tuning in. And uh, for what it's worth, I just want to say good luck. We're all counting on you. Hey, Marley mates. What's that you ask? Where can I get my official Marley Ramones Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast merch? Well, I'll tell you. Head on over to Spreadshirt.com and you can find a whole plethora of different things. We got t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, coffee mugs, you name it. So you can rock out with your gear on. What did you think I was going to say? Go on over, show some love, and uh, sport your podcast gear like a boss. Okay, folks, thank you for joining again this week. Art is a powerful thing, and I appreciate your willingness to hear my stories. And if you keep listening, I'll keep talking. I urge you to do what makes you happy and never accept anyone that treats you less than. Have the courage to be you and try things on. Besides, every day is Halloween. Special thanks to our friends at Pecan Pie and Subsonic Voodoo for providing these epic musical selections. To see these works as discussed, follow on Facebook at Marley Ramone's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast page or on Instagram at MR. M-M-H-O-D. You can find this podcast on most major streaming platforms. And most importantly, if there's one thing that you take away from this stupid little podcast, it's to remember that you are not alone ever. Dial 988 for the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline or Veterans Crisis Line, also 988, then press 1 or text to 838-255.
Until next time, be creative and go tell someone you love them.